Uh, here we are at uh, question eight. Question is, how do we show our young women and girls, brackets youth, uh, they are valued in different roles in the church just as much as men? Yeah, this is a great question. And I just think even asking that question is a step in, in the right direction, that you are concerned with um, particularly teaching the younger girls um, their value and... Um, and, yeah, their kind of role in the church, what they can do. I think it's really important just to take a step back, um, have a little look at that question. Um, so how do we show our younger women and girls they are valued in different roles in the church? I think that is something that is so huge that uh, all of us uh, want to know that we are valued and loved and before we even step into looking at roles or jobs to do in the church, we need to just really understand that our value comes from uh, the way we are hidden in Christ, that he uh, became sin so that we uh, could not, that, that we did not need to bear it any longer. And so our value doesn't come from the things that we do but from the thing that Jesus did. And so I think that's a really important uh, thing to think about in all kinds of ministry, that were you kind of somehow incapacitated and couldn't do anything in the church, your value would be just as much as the person preaching the sermon because your value comes from Christ alone. And so I think as we go from there, we take a little um, look at um, a few different Bible verses that we've got that speak into um, just kind of general value, and then we'll give a few little um, kind of tips on then what that might look like. So um, starting, I guess, 1 Corinthians 12, we see that the church is a body, and um, just like a human body, um, each part is different, has different jobs to do, but each part is necessary. And um, in that passage, we see that God actually affords um, kind of the greatest dignity to some of the parts that are the most vulnerable and puts them in protected places. Now, the passage doesn't say, oh, this part is a female part, this part is a male part, but um, it's just really important to understand that concept in thinking about that actually no matter what you're doing, um, you are really valued um, in terms of you are part of the body, that, um, yeah, whatever you're doing, um, it's, it's a necessary part. And so I think that passage to take people to um, is, is a really helpful one just to kind of get the framework from the Bible. Also, um, I was just reading through Matthew this morning and um, came across this passage in uh, Matthew 23. That's um, Jesus warning against the hypocrisy of um, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. And um, he's just talking about, um, I guess, these particular roles that um, the Pharisees had in um, in their culture. And he talks about... Um, you are to not have rabbis or teachers or instructors because God is those things. And he talks about, the so verse 11, the greatest among you will be your servant. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted. And so we have that idea that um, actually to be 
to be kind of the greatest, I guess, in the kingdom is to be a servant. And I think sometimes where this conversation goes is, um, I guess, men as well, but sometimes you hear women really desiring these different roles in the church, like the preaching role or the leading role or the teaching role that maybe they're not being um, allowed into, um, but forgetting that actually the place where you start with any of those roles is as a servant um, and kind of working hard with what God has given you and then those opportunities, um, you wait for them to arise um, and I know that's not perfect. I think that's, yeah, there's lots of more things you could say on that line. But um, this is what, what Jesus is talking about, that um, that you start as a servant and um, because your value is already tied up in Jesus, uh, you can. You can be the servant uh, and, and we are to be servants, not kind of clambering for um, special jobs or roles, but content um, with what God has given us. Um, also, um, a great little proverb from Proverbs 27, uh, verse 2, says, Let someone else praise you and not your own mouth, an outsider and not your own lips. And so thinking about that as well in, in kind of line with everything we've said, um, let's, let's not be self-seeking in the way that we seek after any particular role in church, but um, but yeah, as I said before, seeking to be a servant and letting others kind of witness that, which then leads us to the question. So lots of kind of biblical groundwork. Um, I think all of that says, have your eyes open, uh, looking to um, to other women in the church, um, particularly I guess from this question. But be identifying um, their gifts, the gifts of your sisters, um, and encouraging them into particular roles in your church. Um, yeah, I think maybe encouragement is a bit of a lost art that we feel like maybe it sounds insincere, but it's a really strong and positive thing you can do just to, if you notice something, um, say something about it. It's one of my, um, my Nana's little sayings that, uh, she says, you know, if you, if you see something good about someone, then tell them, um, there's nothing, nothing lost by doing that, but, uh, everything gained in that kind of encouragement. Um, yeah. Do you have anything to add just there? Um, yeah. Oh, um, when we had, we had another discussion, uh, with some of our young adults the other night, and one of the key things that came across uh, was this idea of being uh, if females feeling that they're listened to. So it wasn't just um, yeah, and that that's got to be a part of our culture and how we operate and how we um, yeah and how we do things uh, within church. That uh, if we want to see uh, females feeling uh, valued and youth feeling valued and young females feeling valued, um, uh, that they can do different roles within church. Uh, we need to listen when they speak up and we need to, the other part of that is inviting them into those leadership spaces, asking their opinion and valuing their opinion. Um, valuing doesn't mean that every opinion is right. It does mean, though, that um, uh, they have an opinion that can be shared and talked through and discipled mm. through and have a conversation with. Uh, yeah, and so, yeah, sometimes uh, that isn't done. And so, yeah, it's up to both uh, leaders that are both male and female to be inviting uh, young females into that space and making sure they feel heard, yep, 
in that space. Mm. As well as, yeah, you said identifying, uh, identifying and encouraging gifts um, to recognize that and appreciate that and, and to help, help not just recognize them but help them to flourish in those gifts, providing opportunities mm. for them to use those gifts. Yeah, even if you uh, read the Bible and think that uh, and see that uh, women, women can't preach, um, uh, then there's clearly spaces which they're encouraged to preach, at least to, um, to females. And so mm. if that's true, then you need to think about as a church how to create spaces uh, for them to flourish in that gift, if that's a gift they have to speak um, to other women about yeah, mm. God's word and um, recognizing, yeah, recognizing that. Yeah, and one thing I think I feel pretty passionate about too is um, just theological study, whether that's at Bible college or um, just in your regular um, Bible study home group, um, that women can be encouraged to get as dense into the theology um, as they as they want to or as they possibly can, um, just the same as our Christian brothers. Uh, I've had friends who... Um, have gone to Bible college and been kind of questioned as to why they would do that. But um, the the Bible is there for all of us to read and all of us to understand at a high level. So, um, yeah, I think we should be encouraging not just the guys among us um, because maybe it would be easier for them to get a job um, to go and, and do some study, but women as well, um, yeah, of all ages and stages, but, you know, Particularly, I think, like, I'm passionate about mums um, learning because they're the ones kind of teaching their small children in the home as well. So, yeah, whatever whatever stage you're at, um, I think all, all Christians should be encouraged to um, sink their teeth deeply into God's word and, um, and know, it, know it really well. Yeah, any final thoughts? Oh, I think just... If you really want to encourage and value young girls um, or you think that they should be, then just start by valuing them. Maybe from a structural perspective at your church, you can see ways in which they're not being particularly valued. There could be lots of problems and that can get a bit overwhelming. You can think, oh, this is just too hard. They're never going to be valued. But never underestimate um, how important it can be for just one girl or one guy to uh, give one word of encouragement. If you think back in your life at the things that someone has encouraged you about, um, they can change your entire life. Um, just these kind of, yeah, one little specific words of encouragement. Um, so speak those words and and don't be too discouraged. But, um, yeah, just be, be sold in light to those who are around you. Yeah, one of the things uh, I learned the other night when we were having um, having that group chat uh, was uh, yeah creating space to hear what uh, the experience of being a part of the community of God is like for females who want to serve and are passionate and want to yeah um, yeah and and listening to that and then kind of just reflectively yeah following that up and not seeking to fix the problem um, but. Uh, yeah, creating yeah space was created slightly unintentionally uh, to listen to how yeah how, how females are feeling as a part of yeah, our community of God and uh, our local church and that was just a really it was really beautiful in one sense and a really yeah for all the guys and all the ones I've talked to that were in that conversation uh, one we didn't we didn't want to speak because we wanted to make sure that they were feeling heard but we were really blessed by that moment to 
to get an insight into what it was like. And so there has to be a space which you're creating a dialogue. Mm. Um, yeah, and if, you're, if you want to value youth, uh, you've got to value those who are above youth so that they are seeing that modelled mm. up to them. So people learn from models. So the way that, the way that young adults um, interact um, in terms of gender, that's teaching the youth how they're going to act the way a minister preaches from the front and speaks about gender, that's going to influence the way youth see themselves and that sort of thing. Those key moments that are modelling, discipling moments are really, really important. And so, yeah, thinking thinking about that and making just living out, being a disciple of Jesus in those spaces, uh, yeah, helps that happen well. Mm. Done? That's good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, good question.